You're listening to a Soul Fire Productions podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. You know, I do a lot of interviews, do a lot of solos, talk about a lot of things, and I'm incredibly vulnerable with what's going on in my life and how I am healing and shifting and growing and what that entails and everything in between it, because I really, really believe with my whole heart that it is from the rawest, most vulnerable spaces that we give ourselves and each other permission to fully feel, to fully experience, to fully integrate, and to fully emerge. And I recorded this episode four days after losing our sweet puppy Remy in an accident. And every fiber of my being wanted to cancel everything. And I did, except for this one conversation. There was just something in me that just kept saying, you need to have this conversation right now. Can't put it off. It must happen now. And while you listen to this, I think you'll understand. Today's guest is incredibly special in so many ways. And to me, particularly, he has helped me heal some really, really deep wounds. And we talk about how we met as this episode begins. So I won't really go deep into that right now, but. I'm so thrilled to introduce you to Howard Wills. Howard <laughs> Howard is not really on social media and is not an influencer, healer, or shaman and does not call himself a healer, which I deeply appreciate and admire, especially in a time when everyone is a fucking shaman and is doing all the things. Howard had an encounter, an experience with the light many years ago. And his life has never been the same. And the lives of thousands and thousands of people worldwide have also never been the same because he has become a channel for so much shifting of energy, of forgiveness, of releasing, of physical miracles that cannot be explained. And as we get into this conversation, really this interaction it's not even a conversation. It's, it's an experience and an interaction, unlike anything I've ever done here for you. We talk so much through loss and grieving and where I currently am in my life. We get into cleansing your life and your lineage that nothing and yet everything matters. And he says this line that I think really <laughs> sums up the the conversation. God isn't all worked up. We are. And we go through a mantra. Yes, love, open. I have never personally watched from above my energy shift so dramatically during a conversation like this that has aired on the show. I have never 
seen or heard or felt what I felt during this. And I'm just really grateful that I listened to that voice that said, lean into this. You must do this now because not only did this transform me and our home and the energy that we are holding right now, but I truly believe that this show and this conversation will impact every single one of you listening because that is the space that Howard holds. So without further ado, I now introduce Howard Wills and the incredible man and embodiment of love that he is. Enjoy. All right, we are live, Howard. Okay, Kelly. <laughs> Thank Great. you for being here with me. This is so, Thank so you. beautiful. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. So I just want to give everyone a little background of how I know you. Um, I had the pleasure of being in your presence and with you at Surya Spa in Los Angeles. Um, I remember I was there for Panchakarma and I was having a lot of back pain and Marta brings me to you. I think you were having a bagel at the breakfast table and I felt so bad. I'm like, I do not want to bother this man right now. And she said, just talk to him. And I talked to you and I think you're mid bite and you just start snapping your fingers. And within just a few seconds, I mean, my pain was down 50% and I'm like, okay, who is this person? And then I joined you that night in a group session and my pain was almost gone after that. And then following that, my back has never gone out again. I haven't had that pain ever again. And, you know, something that we talked about that night was that I was holding on to a lot of anger and uh, resentment for my past fiance. And that's where a lot of the pain was coming from. And as soon as I started sharing that with you it, and, yeah. you know, you're moving the energy, everything in my body shifted. And I had never had that type of experience. I've had Reiki work and shamans and plant medicine, but it was like within seconds, such a shift. So given all of that, I would just love for you to explain kind of the foundation and basis of your work. So people understand what it is you do, because I've never seen anything like it. Mm. Well, it's very interesting. It's a kind of take on reality. Uh, concerning the human organism and in, and concerning all life forms. If you um, analyze what we are, what animals are, what people are, whatever, we're like forms of energy and also intelligence. And the human organism is mind and heart in the intelligence, the heart being kind of divine intelligence and knowing intelligence and the mind being uh, thinking and learning and wanting to learn and eager and this sort of thing. And uh, the mind has a perfect advisor in the heart. So if the mind will listen to the heart, things will get a lot simpler for everybody. And, and that's, and it's really, you have to learn how to kind of read the heart. And you can read the heart through the body. If you remember when you and I were speaking about your ex-fiance and you had a bad back and you were upset. And so I helped you to settle that and relax about that. And you were no longer angry and you kind of understood it. Then 
your um, your pain was gone. And and are you upset about your ex fiance now? No, no. And how does your back feel? Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. So life is kind of a feeling. And if you can work on feeling good in life, you will do better in life. You see, if you can work on like loving yourself a little more, if you can work on making peace with everybody in your life, if you can work on uh, finding some more happiness, you know, why are we not happy? Well, when our mind and heart is arguing all the time and the mind is trying to dominate the heart and the feelings, that can make for unhappiness. See? And uh, so a lot of this work is kind of based in realizing that life is a feeling and paying attention to how you feel and doing things to help you feel better, you know? So you're a, a total form of energy, see, and intelligence. And everybody is very aware, um, consciously and subconsciously and unconsciously, we are aware. Uh, you can, we sense the future, we sense the present, and we sense the past. Uh, you before your puppy got run over, you might've been upset the day before or sad or something. Did you experience that? Uh, yeah, I was having a really tough day the, the day before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's because that event was coming into your present and into your future. Mm -hmm. You were sensing your puppy being run over by a car mm -hmm. more than likely. That was part of what you were sensing. And that's why you were having a rough day. And if I ever sense anything, kind of like that coming at me, I just, I go, I start using those little prayers that I have and I peacemake and I pray the negative off of me. So does that mean had I had that awareness, right? And on Sunday felt. You, you might could have changed it. Mm -hmm. You might could have changed it. Maybe. That's a I've really tough to pill to swallow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is, but, um, you know, sometimes some things are written in stone sometimes, you know. I mean, you have to, it's like learning how to read, you know. Uh, it, it's, it's like reading the present and reading the future, reading your body. You see, your body is sensing the past, the present, and the future. And you were having a hard time the day before that. Was there any reason for you to be not feeling good? Yeah. I mean, I was just tired because we had been up early. But now that you say that, our puppy had been acting weird that whole weekend. He was really tired. He It was so out of character for him. And I kept thinking, what's wrong? And he was just like laying around and being kind of like solemn. And You know, I've I've seen that kind of thing before. You know, we, we do sense the future. Yeah. And we do sense the present and we do sense the past and it would help everybody listening to this, you and me and everybody. It, it helps us all if we pay more attention to what we're sensing. And when you sense something kind of strange or negative, 
maybe start doing some of those generational prayers and cleaning up the reality. So maybe before that thing reaches you, it dissipates and then nothing happens. Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of things like that. I mean, this is a very unusual thing that we're talking about, but I have had experiences in this kind of realm before. And uh, so it's about, it's about learning how to read what's going on, Mm -hmm. you know? Like you can be sitting there right now and suddenly you get a terrible pain in the right side of your neck or in your back or something like that. Well, you know, we are sensory organisms and we are receiving and we are transmitting. When you think about somebody else, you're transmitting energy and thought to somebody else and then they're receiving it. And when people are thinking about you, they're transmitting thought and energy to you. Now, if people are transmitting negative thought and energy to you, you get that too, and then that comes in the form of pain or upset or kind of feeling not so good, you see? So when I met you, when I met you, I snapped my fingers, right? Yes. And then you had like an explosion, a release of energy out of your body, right? Yes. And you felt much lighter, right? Yes. And you felt much better. Yes. And most of your pain was gone in just a few seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, that shows you that we're like a, a super intelligence. The whole body, the whole being of the human organism is just, we're like a supercomputer intelligence that can be transformed and shifted in seconds. One second. Okay. I want to demonstrate it to you. Okay. Okay. Now, you notice your body and how you feel. Okay. All right. And now look at me. Here's your first thing. I'm just going to go like this and watch what happens. You ready? Yes. Now, pay attention to what happens to your body. Here we go. What happened? I felt like something dropped from my chest to my stomach. In one second. Mm Mm-hmm. Now watch this again. How's that feel? That's two second treatment, maybe. (laughs) Maybe a second and a half treatment. That was like, um, it's wild working with you because it's hard to put into words the feeling. It's, um, it felt like almost like if you took two like wings or brushes and you took them from my chest and then lifted them up, it was like up and out and just lightness, like lifted. All right, now watch this again. You ready? And then we're going to talk about it, okay? Okay. One more time. What happened? Just felt like a release. All right, now watch this again. How's it feel now? Yeah, like a release. I'm like... You going to cry? Yeah. I'm going to hit you again. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm just doing one thing. Here we go. Just How's feels, that feel? feels calmer. How's that feel? Better. Now what is this? How's that feel? Good. It feels like my shoulders dropping. Do you know what that was? Energy moving. I was making peace between you and your family. Mm. 
four different times made peace between you and your family. And then the last two times was bringing you together in love, helping you love each other and love yourselves. Wherever they are, whoever they are, that's what just happened for you. And what do you notice? I just feel lighter and like it, it's almost like a nervous system reset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you haven't, where are you in LA? Denver. You're in Denver, so you're about 4,500 miles away from me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 5,000, almost 4,800 miles away from me. And that happened in sec- a second, half a second. Mm-hmm. What does that tell you about intelligence? That it's everything and it's yeah, powerful. What it you, yeah, what does it tell you about knowing and intelligence? It tells you a lot. Yeah. The more you know, the better. So how you mentioned this a little earlier, like some things are, you know, set in stone. And this is where I think a lot of people get hung up in spirituality is, you know, there's, um, there's like soul contracts and it's going to happen this way. And we come into this life and this is how it is versus free will. And we have choice and you're shaking your head. So I need to know everything. Most things are able to be changed. Most things are able to be changed. Very few things are kind of set in stone. And I'm saying that because I'm working on things to change things for people every day, all day long. Mm -hmm. See? And it's very rarely that things, I mean, things are always able to be changed somewhat in some kind of a way. It's very rarely that, that, that things will not change somewhat. Now, maybe it won't change totally in the way that you'd like it to change, but usually there, there's huge changes. And like with you, you just had a big change right there just then. Now, that was with your family. Now, I want you to watch this, okay? Watch this. What's happening? I feel this is a similar feeling I had when you were working on me last Sunday was like the reshuffling in my body. Like a bunch, it feels like I'm a box of puzzle pieces being shaken. Mm-hmm. Now what's this? How do you feel now? I feel like, like one with myself where the noise just cleared. We just united your mind and heart and then connected you to the infinite. <laughs> there you go. How you like that? I like that a lot. <laughs> How's your body feel now? A lot better. 5,000 miles away and you're getting it in a half a second. I know. It's unbelievable. Without saying a word to you. Yeah. Okay. How do you like that? I love it. And now listen, <laughs> so I'm communicating with you telepathically. Mm-hmm. You're telepathic. I'm telepathic. Every human on this planet is telepathic. Dogs are telepathic, cats are telepathic, trees are telepathic, the wind is, everything's reading, everything is reading everything else all the time. That's what the truth is. It might be a big concept for people to swallow, but I mean, look at what we're doing right here. I'm not saying anything to you and you're having a huge change instantaneously without saying a word. You're 5,000 miles away, you know? It's kind of a level of maybe a super intelligence, but it's tapping into the light, 
tapping into the infinite. Say, tapping into the greater reality. It's tapping into the, the cosmos, the cosmic reality of life. That's what this is. So can you explain this a little deeper to me? Because I'm still stuck on this. So things like past lives and soul contracts and things that are. I cannot tell you about soul contracts and I cannot tell you about past lives. I don't know if you were Cleopatra. I cannot tell you that, but I can tell you that you have parents, grandparents, and great grandparents. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that there is a possibility that you have past lives, but I cannot validly say totally that you have a lot of past lives. I can't say that, mm -hmm. but I, and I can't say that to anybody because I don't know and neither does anybody else, but I can say that you have a lineage mm -hmm. and I can say that your whole lineage is in your body. All the thought word indeed that came before you is in your body, your parents, grandparents, great grandparents, great, 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 and right on back. It's all in your body. And that all that information creates us, sets us up as a kind of a predisposition of all that information. So you're like a kind of a program for the thought word indeed that you're carrying. You're kind of a pro you're you're a program resulting in all that information. So when you go when you go in you're not just healing this lifetime. You're healing your lineage of so many lives before you. Doing, I don't claim to heal. Okay. I don't call myself a healer. Well, I am healing that for myself. Yeah. I right. don't call myself a healer. I don't say I'm healing anything, but what I do say that I'm, that we're doing, we're doing the cosmos and I and you is we're, um, cleansing your life and cleansing your lineage. Like the first thing that we did was cleanse you and your family. The second thing we did was cleanse your mind and your heart together and bring them together as one. And then unite you with the light, which felt really good, doesn't it? Yes. So we're just cleansing. It's like uh, washing your car. Inside and out, <laughs> checking the oil, you know, putting water in the radiator, the whole nine yards, you know. We're a functioning organism that has to be taken care of. And, you know, I feel that the human organism is a, is a uh, renewable resource. I feel that you can kind of renew people as you take this stuff out of them. Look at how you feel right now. Yeah. If you don't mind, how old are you now? 32. Okay, you're 32 years old. You've been on this earth 32 years. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit you with something. Are you ready? Yes. It's going to be in silence. You watch what happens to your body, okay? Okay. I'm not going to snap. I'm just going to make a motion with my hand. I'm going to hit you, and you tell us what happens, okay? Okay. Here. What happened? I just felt and saw like my whole body like shatter into a million pieces. And how do you feel right now? 
lighter. You feel very free now, don't you? Yeah. And just like my chest feels open. Yeah. That was a one second hit. I'm going to hit you again with the same thing. Let's see what happens. Okay. Okay. Here. I felt this energy into like my core and then move straight up my chest through my throat, through my head and like zoom out of my head. You ever felt like this in your whole life? No, it's such a different feeling than anything else. You feel good, don't you? Yeah. You feel younger? I I don't feel as heavy, so yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I said that we're renewable resources. So we just renewed you. See, we're like removing the negative energies. And then you're left with beautiful, positive energies. And also when you do that, the light penetrates and fills you. Now watch this again. Watch this again. I just felt like a wave of just like calm and peacefulness. So now you're very calm and peaceful and very light, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now we're going to give you one step further into that, okay? Okay. It feels like my body is being pulled forward. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's a string in my chest and it's just being like slowly pulled forward. How you like this? I like this. Let's just you you can move in, you and the fam. <laughs> or I will come to you. <laughs> wow. How do you feel inside now? I just feel more like myself. I feel calmer. I feel lighter. I feel I mean, I've been like I've been sobbing and, you know, throwing up and whatever for a week straight and I've just been bent over and my whole chest was just like concaved. And now I just feel like really open and expanded and like connected without all the chaos and the noise and the fear and the anger and all of that. Like, it just feels like I'm with myself and that, and that everything's okay. Like even with hard things that it's okay. It is. Can you explain, so I feel all of this and still sad, like how? Right, we're going we're gonna to work on you and the puppy now. <laughs> okay. You, your boyfriend, and the puppy, you ready? Yes. Just felt like a lot of energy lifted. How does it feel now? Calmer again. You know, so the puppy came into your life for nine months and you had these beautiful experiences for nine months. And then as things were moving along, his his time was up and he left. So he was with you for nine beautiful months and then he was gone. And it happens that way sometimes. There's a lot of stories that can allude to that kind of thing. And, you know, it just happens like that sometimes. 
and then we have to deal with it. Yeah. Try, try to understand it, try to process it, you know, and do better in life, you know, go on and have our, our lives. You know what? I'm really glad that I was part of the call you had on Sunday because you were talking so much about like releasing anger and not holding on to it and not being upset with people and just being of love. And I kept replaying that in my head and knowing that I would be talking to you today too. It's like, you're my like little, you're my trauma sandwich this week. So I'm really glad mm-hmm. <laughs> at a lot of hours in my life. But I kept thinking that because this accident didn't happen with us. It happened with someone else. And all I thought and all Connor thought was just like, we're so sorry for the other people involved and that we want them to be okay and checking on them. And I, I don't know that I would have had that perspective had I not been a part of that call with you because of course there's going to be anger and frustration and like, Oh my God, how did this happen? But I just realized like, like none of that really mattered. And then if I held onto that, I would never be able to move forward. And that I felt like it would have a, a, a negative impact on Remy as well. And I didn't want any of that. Can you kind of talk us through that portion of it, of releasing those, those ties of anger? Let's, let's clear it up first. What's this? Yeah, just, yeah. It just feels like it's just, it's not anyone's fault and no one's meant to be blamed and that everything's okay. Right. So, you know, life is a series of events that happen. And life is a bit of a process of all these events and experiences. And everybody on the planet is pretty much a program. Because very few people have ever done any really deep, spiritually intense work to free themselves of the program that they are, you see? And nobody even knows to do that, to speak of. So, uh, life is a long experience. And as people are having all these experiences, basically as programs, we blow up. We get upset with each other. We think you did this for that and I did that for that. And we have all these things that we think and all these reasons. And I mean, and then people are doing drugs and drinking and getting drunk and all these things and alcoholic and all these things, but there's a why behind all that stuff. You know, people are doing drugs and drinking so much a lot of times because they carry so much pain inside of themselves and they don't even know what the pain is, but it comes from the parents, grandparents, great grandparents, great, great grandparents, and right on back and the possibility of past lives and from the events that happen to them in their lives. And the events that happened to them in their lives basically were like a predisposition from the lineage. You know, what's in the cake is what's put in the cake. Only what's in the cake is in the cake. So 
you know, you have to analyze, you know, what's going on, why this happened. You have to, we have to seek to understand more, more about life and more about relationships. But, but if your great, great grandfather killed 175 people, that's in you. Right. Or if your great grandmother killed your great grandfather, that's in you. So we have to make peace over these things to release ourselves of all these things so we can be more free here now in the present and have a better life in the present and in the future. And we don't need to know specifically what those things were in order to clear them. And I think that's where so many people get caught. It's like, I have to know and see and understand it all in order to be free of it. Listen, listen, everybody alive on this planet in their lineages, they've all been enslaved and they've all been, uh, they've all enslaved people. All of our lineages have enslaved and been enslaved. All of our lineages have murdered and been murdered. All of our lineages have raped and been raped. All of our lineages have poisoned and been poisoned. We've done everything. Anything you can imagine has happened in our lineages. So there's a lot to clean up. If you look at just a set of parents, one set of parents uh, will generally have maybe by the time their lives come to, a, to an end, they maybe have uh, 20,000 years of human relationships in a set of parents. Maybe really, and that's all the people in, in their lives added up. Uh, if, if they're really social, they might have a hundred or 200,000 years of human relationships. But if you said it as an average, that every set of parents has maybe 20,000 years of human relationships, that's adding up all the people in their lives for all the time that they've known them, you know, well, you'll come up with 20 million years of thought, word, and deed in 10 generations. 20 million years of thought, word, and deed in 10 generations, just in the parents. So there's a lot of thought, word, and deed. And if you look at what happens in just five minutes in a day, positive and negative energies and interactions and all this kind of thing, and then think about 20 million years, there's a lot of energy there. See? So I want you to watch this. Are you ready? Yes. This is very quick. This will be in silence. And here we go. How's that feeling? I feel like I, the first thing I felt was that I, I watched like this heaviness behind my body and it just, um, it looked like kind of sand in a desert. It just kind of like washed backwards. And then I was feeling this energy, almost like if you could, uh, envision your aura, but it was like pulsing in and out and in and out. And it was like reverberating into my ears. And then it just like slowed down and stopped. <laughs> <laughs>
How's that? So as soon as you put your hand up, I got this like horrible pain in my heart. And then it just like, it, it felt like, <laughs> it just felt like it was almost being like sewn or something. And then it just like released. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even make this shit up, Howard. <laughs> you I was working on your whole lineage, certain things in your whole lineage that were serious things. And then bringing everybody together in love in the last part of it. Oh, there you go. Hence the sewing. Yeah, so I was bringing even like murderers together in love. People that had murdered your lineage and people that your lineage had murdered. And then bringing them together in love. Healing, fixing the heart, you know. Bringing healing to the heart, bringing healing to the hearts of the lineage. So why, and I can, you know, I've only been in this space and had any sense of like awareness for a couple of years now. Why do we make healing and spirituality and relationships and, and all of that so damn hard? Why is it such work? Why is it such effort to just feel better? Well, we have to be honest with ourselves. And a lot of times we make a lot of mental excuses about everything. And a lot of times you'll meet somebody that's maybe 25% good for you. But then you say, well, I can make this work and I'm going to make it work. And you make excuses and you say, I'm going to make this work. Well, if you knew through your heart that they were only going to be 25% right for you, you can't make them any more right for you. So we make all these mental excuses and we try to over-intellectualize and make things right mentally. But if it's not right, it's not right. You can't force it. You can't force a round thing in a square hole, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why we make it tough. We don't listen to our hearts. We make everything tough because we don't listen to what we feel. We don't listen to our inner voices. We don't listen to our hearts. Your heart is totally enlightened. Your feelings and your heart are your perfect guide that lives in your body and can help you through everything. But you have to listen. See? Do you think we have an aversion to things being easily let go? Mm. Like if we're with you and you can snap it out in a couple seconds and that means there's something wrong almost? I think people have an aversion to uh, things being too simple and too easy. I think people like to have complicated things and make it complicated and get all involved and have a wrestling match over things because it's, uh, makes them feel like they're more alive. But really, if you want real peace and you want to feel really good, start listening to your inner voice, pay attention to your own best advice to yourself, take your own best advice and act on it. And realize if, if your inner voice is telling you, okay, he's 80% good for me, no, he's 80% good for you. Or if she's 40% good for, me, for you, she's 40% good for you. Just realize that, you know, it is what it is. You, you already know what the deal is. You've met people before and tried to make them right when they weren't right, and you couldn't make them right, and then you suffered. Yep. And you knew you were going to suffer. 
Yep. <laughs> Everybody's done the same thing. We don't listen to our, the truth of our inner guidance because we're all enlightened on the inside, but we have to pay attention. You know, if you don't pay attention, you don't get it. How do you explain hearing your own inner voice versus what is um, maybe the outside noise or programming or things that are not yours? Well, your inner voice, you'll feel in your body. In other words, you can you can assess things through how you you meet somebody and you have a kind of a strange feeling. There's a problem. You meet somebody, you got a pain in your gut. There's a problem. You meet somebody and you hear a big no. There's a problem. Leave them alone. Everything is chemistry. All relationships are like chemicals. You know, you mix this chemical and that chemical and it blows up. Or you mix this chemical and that chemical and it makes rose oil. Try to try to mix the rose oil and stay, stay away from the dynamite. <laughs> you can't force things, you know? You can't force relationships. They're either right for you or they're not right for you. And you feel it right up front. You, you know, okay, I'm going to suffer a lot if, when I'm with this person. And you go with them and you suffer a lot. What does communication look like if we are not attaching to anger or resentment and we are coming from love and this knowing? What does communication in a relationship look like to you? It's real happy. And you're not forcing anything and you're going with the flow. And then you accept what other people decide. If they say, okay, I don't want to go out tonight. You say, okay. Or if they say, well, I don't want to see you anymore. You say, okay. If they say, I don't want your help. You say, okay. You know, there's free will that kind of has rule in the world, you know, and we have to, you don't want to be stepping on other people's free will. You want to you wanna uphold people's free will, let them choose what they want to choose without us manipulating them and trying to get them to do what we want them to do. You don't you want to stop that. You don't want to tell people what to do, and you don't want to get in their business and try to manipulate them because then you start taking on their karma, taking on their energy, taking on the responsibility for them. You tell them what to do, you're taking on the responsibility of them. Leave people alone, let them live their lives. You get me mm-hmm. creating a sense of sovereignty and letting go of that codependence and need to fix or save or, f- you know, be fulfilled by someone. I think that's one of the most difficult things that people do. Let everybody live their life. Let them make their own choices. Don't judge them and don't talk against them about it. Just let it go. You don't want to be angry at anybody ever. You got to, you don't want anger in your body. Anger is, you know, it's, uh, it's very difficult for the body. It makes bad things happen to the body when your health, if you're all mad and angry and all this stuff, you're in trouble. Drop the anger, get out of the anger. Yeah, but he did this and she did that. Forget it. Drop the anger, get out of the anger. It doesn't matter. Do you want to suffer and be in pain? Go ahead and be angry. You'll be suffering and you'll be in pain. You drop the anger, you won't be in suffering and in pain. So for someone who had something really horrible happen to them as a kid 
and they're angry about it. Everybody's had that just about. Mm -hmm. Do you believe, I mean, you're saying to let go and get out of the anger. So when it comes to quote unquote processing emotions, how, what is your approach to that? Well, I say get out of the anger and get out of the upset. If you're upset, your blood pressure is going up. If you're upset, you know, your, your energy is, you know, phonetic, frenetic. You want to be calm. You want to stay calm. If somebody runs in, in your house with a gun, if you jump up and jump around, they're probably going to shoot you. If you just sit there calmly, they may say, they might just put the gun up. You don't know what anybody's going to do. It's about our success in life has to do with how we handle all situations. And the more we get upset and worked up in situations, usually the worse we do. So stay calm, chill, calm, chill. You know, chill, your blood pressure's like this. Your heart's like that. You know, you're not sweating. You're not, um, you're not uncomfortable. You're comfortable. So it's better just to relax and to chill in life than to get all worked up about that. You hear about these people. They, you see them, they're all upset, and they drop dead of a heart attack. They're all upset, and they had a stroke. They're all upset, and they got cancer. They're all upset. They're mad at their ex-wife and they had a hemorrhage. You know, all these things. Get out of the upset. Be happy. Make peace and be happy. That's where we need to go. That's where the whole world needs to go. Make peace and be and, and work on your happiness. Love. Make peace and love. Love each other. Can you explain more about the prayers that you have everyone do and why you, why you came to those? Well, I had an experience 47 years ago that brought me a level of knowing. And out of that knowing, there came different directions that were given me to follow. And uh, having to do with intelligence and knowing more. And then I was directed to write those prayers in as a tool for people in 1996. And I wrote the first group of prayers, the gift of life prayers. And those prayers were written to engender humility and gratitude in people. And also bring, you know, like healing energies to people. And the, the second group of prayers, the uh, transformational concise prayer program was they were written about six or seven years ago. And um, that was about creating a high impact, fast release for the, for the fast world, you know? So those prayers are like eight seconds long, 12 to 15 seconds long. There's nine prayers. Two, two of them are about a minute. Two or three of them are about a, a minute each, and the other ones are like 8, 12, 15 seconds, and there's a couple that are maybe 18 or 20 seconds. So there's short, compressed language that creates huge release instantaneously when you say the words. 
and it's it's a design. And it's also, they were created to not only create the release and the peace through the peacemaking, but also engender more love and, and a connection with the light where you're being guided by the light and also to bring success into your life and help you get what you want. Because they're about help, helping people open up and receive what they want in life. That's what those prayers are about. They're, they're designed, to, designed to bring success to anybody that utilizes them. So for you, how does, because I think so many of us, when we think of prayers, we think of religion and many people in this space now have, you know, left the church, whatever church that was for them because of a myriad of reasons. So how does, when you speak of God and prayer and the universe and the light, what does that mean for you? Well, God is a reality that exists no matter what people believe. Because, you know, I can say that because I've had experiences with this kind of intelligence and reality for a long time. And if you watch me, I work on people and I'm talking to God and then they're having gigantic results instantaneously from 5, 10, 20, 5, 10, 15,000 miles away, even on Zoom calls and stuff like that. And I've been watching this stuff for decades, decades. And I'm talking to this, to the light, and people are having these changes. So it shows me that there is something there, you know? And I can't say it's not there. I have to say it's there. And then I refer to it and speak to it, think to it, and boom, these giant things happen for people, you know? So God is a three-letter word that just refers to this infinity this infinite intelligence you could call it infinite intelligence and it's available to us and it's kind of a parental intelligence and as you know parents want you to have whatever you desire your parents want what's best for you and they want whatever you want in your life they want you to have what you want and that's the way this infinite intelligence works it wants you to have what you want so in the prayers, when it says, please lead, guide, direct, and protect, you're getting the guidance and you're being led by it, you see? And then when it's saying for all humanity, you're including everybody. So they're very benevolent prayers and they're very helpful and people really do well when they utilize. It makes transformation in people. It's beautiful. When you are hearing these, this guidance that you're getting, are you hearing it? Are you feeling it? What is that experience for you? I generally hear it. I'm told, you know, I, I was told years ago that my job was to show people that there's hope and demonstrate that God is with us. That was my first job. And then about, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, I was told my job was changed. And I was told my new job is to increase the love and increase the joy. So, what a job. So, so I, went, I went to business. I went to work on that. Increase the love and increase the joy. That's my new job. That's pretty cool. You should write that. Uh, you should get that on a, a business card and hand that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that's it's my little message to myself from the light. Mm-hmm. So I'm busy working, trying to help the world. And I want to give these prayers. The prayers are they're free to the world. I was told to write all these prayers down and give them to the world free. So that's what I do. They're free. They're on the 
website and people can just download them and use them, utilize them, and uh, they'll get a big change, no matter what they believe. They can believe anything. They just say the words, they'll get a big change. Yet their lives will become very magical if they start using them. I imagine that you have encountered people who don't believe in what you do or who are, question it. Maybe they're like, mm, maybe, but I don't know. So what is it? What is your approach when you're dealing with someone who is not necessarily bought in to what you offer? Is <clears throat> And does it have the same impact on them versus someone who's wide open and just is ready for it? Um. When people are open, they're going to receive more because they have a, um, because they're open to receive, you know, it's your right to receive or not receive. People can say, oh, I don't believe in that. I don't want that. I don't like that. They can say that. It's fine. Well, certainly they don't need to see me if that's how they feel. Even though I have had people come to me that felt like that and they, I don't want this. And they did all that, you know? But uh, I'm fine with whatever people want. If they want it, fine. If they don't want it, it's fine. I can demonstrate it all day long. You know, I can drink a martini and demonstrate it. <laughs> I can smoke a cigarette and demonstrate it. I can eat a steak and demonstrate it. I can do whatever. I can cuss and raise hell and demonstrate it. So it doesn't, it's more about physics. Okay. It's about physics. It's the physics of creation is what we're dealing with. And then I'm employing a connection with the light while employing the physics of creation in the physical here through the words and the thoughts to make the change. Uh, so really, it's not so much, Kelly, about what people believe, okay? Uh, I don't care what they believe. And belief is not really going to do it. You know, people say, oh, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, and then they die. You know, they're getting this healing and they believe and then they, they die. It, it's, from, it's not really so much about belief. It's about maybe wanting to receive something, being open to receive something, being willing to receive some help, and receiving it and accepting it. Is more what it's about. If you have a, if somebody gives you a gift, you know, like a really nice spiritual gift or whatever, somebody works on you and helps you and you feel much better and you get up and you leave and then you talk against them and you judge what just happened for you and you have a bad attitude for it, toward it, you know, do you think that that gift is going to stay with you? No. No, it's not going to stay with you. It's going to leave. And then you can go back, well, see, he didn't help me or she didn't help me. Does it matter? No. I watch people make choices all the time, but a lot of, a lot of things have to do with attitude. The better the attitude, the better the people will do. The better the attitude, the better the people will do. You have to be open. You have to have a desire to receive. You have to, you have to go after it and go get it, you know. It generally is not served up on a golden platter, you know. You have to go seek, you know, seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. Ask and you will receive, you know. You have to go after it. You have to go, if you want something, you have to go after it. 
You had to go after this podcast to have it. And now you have it. You went after it and you have it. Something I really like about the way you work that I don't see often is that there aren't a lot of rules around how to show up. So whether it's in person or on a Zoom call or just like this, you don't have to light sage and do a whole routine and be in whatever Zen place you are. It's like, it's just, this is life and this is what we're doing. How did you realize that that's just how the, the space and the container that you could hold and create? You can have a margarita. <laughs> you can smoke a cigarette. You can, <laughs> you can do anything that you want to do. I don't care. You can smoke a joint. I don't care. It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Why? The thing about life is everything matters and it doesn't matter. It's this, I guess it's a dichotomy or whatever, but everything <laughs> matters and adds up, but it doesn't matter. I mean, God is not all worked up. Okay. God what a is line. Not, God is not worked <laughs> up. Okay. We're the ones that are worked up. We're the ones that think thinks it matters so much. You know, the physics part of it, it, it matters. When you're negative, you're putting negative energy on yourself and others, and that matters. But God isn't worked up about it because God gave you free will. And you can do you can do whatever you want to do. God is not going to blink. God does not blink. I had an experience where I kind of saw the emanation of God. And what I saw was God is neutral, loving, supportive, and wanting the best for everyone and everything at all times. So the best advice I could ever give anybody is to mimic God. Because if you do that, you're not going to have any problems. If you are neutral, loving, supportive, and wanting the best for everyone and everything at all times, you're going to have a life that you never even dreamed was possible. If you practice those principles. Think about that. I mean, it changes saw, the energy of everything. Yeah, I saw that with my own eyes, and that's why I know that. God is not this judgmental, fiery, condemning, you know, spiteful God. I'm sorry. God is not that. That is not God. The three-letter word God is that everybody doesn't like, you know. People don't like that word. They don't like, you know, all this stuff associated with that word. But really, it's, a, it's like a concept, and it's a word. And if you let semantics screw you up in life, then you're just going to suffer because of your resistance to semantics. And I think it's a little ridiculous, really. You know what I thought was fascinating? You had some some nuns on the call. And I was just thinking to myself, how many people in the spiritual space can also reach people who are in the religious space? And maybe that's my own uh, limiting beliefs around you can only be like this and you can only be like this. But I was just amazed at at your ability to connect and be with people who are open to this work and not be closed off to what you bring. How do you do that? Why do you think that is? I'm not closed off. I've worked with murderers. I work with big drug dealers. I've worked with everything, anything you want to talk about. 
You know, you can't in this world. The the one of the most important words is open. Be open. We we as human beings, if you look at the problems in the world, okay. We have a lot of problems because we're very closed. We're very prideful. We think we know everything. We think we know the right way and the best way. You know, we we exclude almost everybody. It's not good. Open, be open. Open. In fact, three of the best words I know are yes, love, and open. Now, listen to these words. Yes, love, open. 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 Now, what's that doing to you? Making me so happy. (laughs) Yeah, and, and that's doing it to everybody listening to this. Yeah. It's helping them because the word yes is a neutral positive word. Yes, 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 yes. And look at what it's doing to you. It's relaxing you, it's opening you up. I mean, most of you know, our problem is we hear too many no's. Yes, 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 yes. I want to counter that. Yes, 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 yes. Love, 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 love. Open, 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 open. Yes, be open to love. There. So good. Yeah. You know, we're beings. We're human beings. Hue is light. Man is the prototype. Beings are, we're supposed to be beings, not doings and all this stuff that we think we are. We're supposed to be learn how to be. So be open to love. Yes, be open to love. You know, when you, I want you to think about all the universes and all the life forms. Now I want you to send your love to all the universes and all the life forms throughout our infinitum. Just send your love out to everything. Just send it all out to everything. Every life form, every every element, everything in all universes. They say there's 750 billion universes. Send your love to all the universes right now. And all the life forms in all the universes. And saturate all the universes and all the life forms in all the universes the heavens, everything. Saturate your love into everything. Saturate everything in your love. All space, time, and dimension, all realities, all potentialities, everything. See, now you're going cosmic on me. Yep. What do you feel? What do you feel? It just feels so good. It feels so expansive. It feels right. It feels yeah. just, ah, uh, yeah. there aren't words for it. That's how good it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. So imagine if, if in all, all of our schools, you had people practicing this. Yeah. You'd have a bunch of cosmic humans that would be very happy and we'd be figuring out how not to pollute and how to conserve and how to preserve 
and how to get along and how to not have war and how to be successful and all this kind of stuff. That's what we'd be doing. That's what all these children would be doing. I want you to explain the snapping. Uh, well, the snapping is just I'm making a quick prayer. That's all. That's all. It's just a, it's like a thought form prayer instantaneously. Like what it says. Are you ready? Yes. Let me give you one second hit. What happened? Ooh, my throat just went. Woo. Just open. And then watch this. Watch this again. How's that? It's amazing. I feel like there's butterflies at the top of my head. <laughs> you know what that was? What? You have any brothers and sisters? I have a brother. Is he married? No. Okay. Well, that was for you and your your uh, brother. That's making peace between you and your brother. Was, <clears throat> let's see. Watch this. You ready? Yeah. How's that? Good. What happened? It was, it's still like, um, it's like an opening of the chest, like a bridge opening. I watch again. What happened? Just like calmed down. What's this? What happened? Feels lighter. That was everybody you ever went to school with your whole life. Oh, my. How you like that? I love it. I'm here for the snaps. <laughs> yeah. Or well, we do that. You know, we don't even have to snap. We can just do that to you and you get it. Can people do that to themselves or is it really about the prayers for themselves? Well, the prayers connect you with yourself. They connect you with the light and they connect you with everybody else and everything else. You know, one of the prayers is the world heart prayer and it's God uh, for all humanity, the earth and all life. Please help us all forgive each other, forgive ourselves, love each other and love ourselves now and forever. Please, God, thank you. Got a man. Thank you. Got a man. So that's making peace between all humans that ever lived. God, please help all humanity, the earth and all life throughout all time, past, present, future. All forgive each other, forgive ourselves, love each other, love ourselves now and forever. Please, God, thank you, God, amen, thank you, God, amen. Now, what did that do to you? It just is so calming. Human beings need to make peace with the earth and the life of the earth, as well as make peace with each other. We always see ourselves as the dominant force. We see ourselves as the rulers of the universe and stuff but really we live with plants and trees and animals and the earth and and a lot of times we overstep our bounds and and harm things when we should not and so it's very important to make peace with these these powers that are around us you know a tree is a power wind is a power the ocean is a power and you better live in peace and, and have a balance between you and all these 
powers, these things that live around us. It's very important. I'll tell you a story. You know, people tend to overlook plants and trees and they don't give, they don't really realize, you know, that these trees and plants and they have feelings and intelligence. They have intelligence. So I had this lady call me, this was probably 25 years ago. I was in Columbia, South Carolina at our mattress factory and the phone rang and I picked up the phone and she was in Myrtle Beach and she was an acquaintance of mine. She was a little older than me, about 10 years older. And she said, they just found a, a big cancerous tumor in, in my breast. Can I come see you? I said, sure. So she drove three hours to see me. She drove up in front of the up in front of our uh, mattress factory. And I saw her drive up and I went out to meet her and she got out of her, she came up in a pickup truck. She got out of the pickup truck and I was walking down toward her from the building and something called out to me from up on this hill behind her building and it said, bring her up the hill. Now this woman was a pagan. She was not religious, but she was spiritual and she loved nature and she loved God, but she did not, she was not religious in any way, but she was a nature person. She had a wreath in her hair. She had a long flowing dress on and she wore sandals. So I walked down to her, you know, I mean, a lot of people say, well, she's a heathen. She was a pagan. She was a nature. Nature was her religion. So I walked down to her. I said, come on, we got to go up the hill. So we walk over and we walk up this hill. We get to the top of the hill. There was a big jimson weed at the top of the hill, which is a psychotropic plant, a very powerful plant. It's in the Datura family. And as we crested the hill, the plant spoke to me and it said, touch the back of her left hand to the underside of one of my leaves. I heard that. I said, give me your hand to read. And I walked her over to the plant, touched the back of her left hand to the underside of one of the leaves and turned to her and her, the, the tumor evaporated. Just one second, the tumor was gone. I didn't do that. I just listened. I did what I was told. Tumor was gone. The plant obviously took the tumor out of her body. Why? Because she loved nature. So nature helped her. She's still alive 25 years later. Fine. Lives in Bisbee, Arizona. She's probably 77, eight years old now. How do you like that? It's you ever heard of such a thing? No, it's, I mean, I mean, only because I've heard of other people you've worked with, but <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. It, I don't even talk about these things because it's it's so wild that nobody would even believe it. People mm -hmm. tell me, why don't you write books? Why don't you do this? I said, hell, nobody would believe it. So I, I don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, I'm with you. You don't believe it. Talk, talk to Marta and ask Marta. Oh, I ask know. Ask about what she's seen. Mm-hmm. Also, her working on people and things that she's witnessed working on people. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's something that I love about both of you is that you're both conduits. Mm -hmm. You're both in listening. You show up and you follow that intuition and that knowing. 
and you yeah. don't get in the way and you don't try and force it and make no. it a thing. You're just, uh, you're a channel for the work. Yeah. It's not a, it's not an ego trip. It's right. not an ego, whatever. It's nothing. It's just, it's our job. It's our job. We're doing our job. And it's a little different kind of a job, but that's our little place on the planet. It's to show this kind of stuff. I think something that a lot of younger people grapple with who have, whether it's gifts of, um, you know, doing energy work or tapping in or channeling or anything like that, especially in the beginning when it's new and they're hearing some sort of message and they don't know what to do with it and they feel like they're going crazy or they think there's something wrong with them. So they're scared to tell people. And so they just sit with this new gift and they're scared that they're not going to fit in. And what does this mean about who I am? And you know, you're someone who has embraced this and you allow it and you just live it and you embody it. How yep. are you able to do that? And and what would be your advice for young people who are tapping into these gifts and want to be able to support others and help the world? You just have to surrender. You just have to surrender. Surrender to what whatever it is that's coming to you. Don't try to control it. Just surrender and go with the flow. Just like that. I love that. Now I want to show you something. Now you're 5,000 miles away, right? Just about? Yes. Maybe 4,800 miles away, whatever it is. How do you feel? This is the best I've felt in a while. <laughs> I feel light and happy. You're light and happy and you received a little bit of cleansing, see? And so you feel much better. Your lineage, your life, you, you've had some nice cleansing. You feel better. Now, I want to connect you with the infinite, okay? Okay. Now, why is this? <laughs> What's happening? I'm like feeling and seeing these almost like golden tubes through my head and into my ears. Now, what do you smell? I don't, I don't smell anything. You don't smell anything? No. Let's smell your hands. Smell clean. They smell clean. Yeah. What do you notice about them? I'm having like a, like they're my hands, but they're not my hands. Smell them again. <laughs> what do you smell? I kind of feel like I smell an old lady. They smell kind of like, what is it? Talcum powder or something like that? A real clean? Yeah. Super clean smelling? Yeah. All right. Now, what's this? So you know exactly how they smell now, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what's this? 
Now smell them. What do they smell like now? I don't know how to describe it, but it's different. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> it's almost like um, not like pun, not pungent's not the word, but what does it smell like? I don't know. I can't think of words to describe this. Is it like incense, or is it like um, is it like it's like tart uh, almost? Tart smelling. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Now, why is this? Now smell it. Now what does it smell like? Now I don't have a smell, but I am like floating and I, everything feels different. I feel like I'm on psychedelics right now. Yeah. You're on psychedelics. That's how I feel. I feel, I feel like these are my hands, but they're someone else's hands. I feel like I'm floating. Everything kind of feels like it's moving. Like I'm like in an alternate universe. All right. Now what is this? Are you ready? Yes. What? Now, how do you feel? Just feel, I just feel like I'm floating. Now, I smell them. I don't know. What does it smell like now? It smells like chalk. And how does your body feel? Just like uber connected. Uber connected. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, what it says, are you ready? Yes. How does that feel? I just felt like I landed on earth. So grounded. Stand up and notice how your body feels now. Okay. What do you notice? I feel, I mean, I feel exponentially better. I feel, yeah, just like a more energy and just calmer, not in pain. Is this fun? This is the most fun. It's a party. We're having a personal party here, aren't we? (laughs) With thousands of people witnessing, which I love. Yeah. I've never smelled my hands on this show, Howard. Only for you. I'll do it anytime you ask. Thank you, Kelly. That's good. It's so good. Okay, what's the smelling, though? What is that? Well, that's I was connecting you with different aspects of the of the light, of the heavens, you might say. Mm. And also, I mean, you were probably a lot of the people that were listening or watching this might have been smelling things themselves. Yeah, I just, I kept looking down. My hands look like mine again, which is wild. But I felt like I had my, my, my abuela who died a little over 10 years ago. Um, I felt like I had her hands and I felt like I smelled her. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. Probably did. And I truly felt like I was floating. Yeah. When you, 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 you've talked about this, you said earlier, like there's 750 billion universes. When you say universes, is that also dimensions? Like, is that the same thing? Well, I know that we exist in multiple, uh, dimensions simultaneously Mm -hmm. because I, I saw us when I had my experience, I saw us as 
in different dimensions, different dimensional shapes and forms existing simultaneously with this physical dimension here. You know, in the other dimensions, we don't look like this. Right. We have, we look different. And we don't even, in one dimension, we're just a form of energy that's in the shape of this body. In another dimension, we're an egg-shaped sack of water that, that's got like 40 or so, looks like points of light or stars floating in the water. And we're floating about a, about a foot and a half off the ground, just moving around like that. Another dimension, we're pure electric. We're like electrical beings, pure electricity, with uh, impulses that originate in the area of the uh, the stomach area, instead of up here. They originate down here, and so we're like this energetic, um, impulsive organism, impulse-oriented organism. And then we're also, uh, and, it, and it's kind of like, we're like yellow and gold and red and blue and all these, what, what electricity and light looks like. And then we're, we're, we have a mental dimension, uh, dimension and an emotional dimension and a physical dimension and a spiritual dimension as well. So we exist in many dimensions simultaneously. I mean, your mind is thinking, your heart is feeling, your body is functioning, and you're spiritual at the same time, too, as well as these other dimensions. And we're the same being in all the dimensions. How about that? Yeah, it, that's that's kind of what I was feeling. I felt like I was here, but I was also somewhere else, and I was in another form, but I was in my form. Yeah. 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 That's kind of what's happening. <laughs> fun, it? Yeah, it's it's very fun. Very cool. What's your bloodline? What do you mean? What's your nationalities? Oh, um my I'm Swedish, Irish, and Mexican. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, that's three pretty uh spiritual kind of uh bloodlines. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. I especially feel it with the Mexican. Very strong. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now what's this? I wanna I wanna do something for you because you're have your Mexican. Okay. 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 I'm gonna say our lady of Guadalupe. I call on you and I ask that you bless Kelly. And that you fill her, fill Kelly with your love. Saturate her with your love. Fill her totally, her whole molecular structure, her spirit, her being. Our Lady Guadalupe, fill her with your love. Please and thank you, Our Lady Guadalupe. Now, what do you feel? I felt like I had two hands on my shoulders, just like holding me while you were talking. <laughs> How do you feel inside? I feel so good. I feel so supported and like loved and mothered and just taken care of. Now, what do you smell in the air around you? There's just like a crispness and a freshness. Now, smell your hands. Uh oh. There's just like a warmth to them. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. So Divine Mother, Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Garabandala, Our Lady of Guadalupe, please bless Kelly and saturate her, fill her with your love. Please, Divine Mother, thank you, Divine Mother. Now, what do you feel? I just feel very surrounded by just feminine energy and healing and almost like a tribe of women around me. Like, Hey, we see you. We got you. It's okay. They got you. Don't we? Yeah. What do you smell now? What do you smell? It almost has a floral scent to it. Yeah. Smells like flowers. Mm-hmm. What kind? <laughs> like gardenia? I don't Come even on. know. <laughs> this is just so beyond. Now let's just, just wait a second. We want to enhance this. Okay. okay. You know, everybody talks to the Divine Mother, you know? Mm-hmm. Spanish people pray to the Virgin Mary and the Divine Mother and the Lady of Guadalupe and also, Our Lady of Fatima and Our Lady of Garabandala. Garabandala is in Spain, you know? Okay. But the Divine Mother is so important. I will tell you, in World War II, when the bomb was dropped on Hiroshima, there was a Catholic rectory a thousand meters from where the bomb was dropped. That's not very far. Mm-hmm. It was a plank board building, and there were seven priests in there doing a kind of like a, 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 a practice to the Divine Mother, to the Virgin Mary, okay? It was a three-hour practice, and there were two and a half hours into the practice, okay? I don't know if it was a novena or what it was, but they were doing this three-hour practice of prayer to the Blessed Virgin. Nothing happened to those priests. Wow. The building, nothing happened to the building. Everything around it was evaporated. Everybody was evaporated. Nothing happened to those priests. Not a board was, it was a plank board building. Nothing happened to the building. Not a window pane was shattered. Not a teacup in the in the rectory was destroyed. There was no radiation burns on any of the priests. Nothing. Now you explain that. Exactly. So what I'm saying is, don't think that they're not out there. They are out there. These divine beings are there. They're with us. They're with us. They're available to us. And if we speak to them, And if we communicate with them and we ask them for help, they're going to help us. You heard what I just said for you. And look what happened. You were smelling gardenias. (laughs) And look how your body feels. How does your body feel? Oh, good. How does it feel? Feels calm and relaxed and at peace and no anxiety. And watch. Watch this. Let's just get over our human resistance, okay? Okay. 
all of us, everybody watching, let's get over our human resistance. Let's acknowledge how important the, the, the feminine is. The mothers, the daughters, the grandmothers, the feminine. Okay? Okay. Because humanity has not appreciated the feminine as it should. Because everybody, every human that's alive is part male, part female. We all have male and female hormones. We need to acknowledge the feminine is just as important as the masculine. And it needs to be appreciated, supported, and loved totally. The feminine side of us, the masculine side of us. And to be a whole person, we need to embody the strength of the father and the kindness and love of the mother and become a whole being, strong and loving. Okay? Yes. Don't throw the feminine out. Support. Let's bring it all together. The strength of the father and the kindness and love of the mother make us a whole person. See? So, Holy Mary, Mother of God, Virgin Mary, Divine Mother, Our Lady of Garabandala, Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Guadalupe, please bless Kelly in her entire lineage, saturate them with your love, fill them with your love, and show them the way. Be with them always in their lives as they live. Please, Divine Mother, saturate, inoculate, initiate, fill them with your love. Please, Divine Mother, thank you. Now, what do you feel? I feel very full. And what do you feel? What do you smell now? It smells like dough, like flour dough. I guess they're making you. They're getting ready to put you in. They're going to bake you. Yeah, I'm getting in the oven real quick. (laughs) (laughs) They're baking you. Wow. That's beautiful. So watch this, and you tell me what you feel. Our Lady of Guadalupe, 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 Our Lady of Guadalupe. What do you feel? I feel like this uh, pulling at my head, almost like strings. Yeah. And what do you smell in your hands now? What do you smell in the air around you? Yeah, it's a mix of that flower essence and the baking. It's kind of a mixture of everything. All right, now watch this. Our Lady of Garabandala. 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 Now what do you feel? I feel a very strong presence right behind my back. (laughs) Yeah. Now what do you smell? Clearly I'm done in the oven because it smells like bread. It smells... (laughs) Your bread now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it says, Our Lady of Fatima, 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 
Our Lady of Fatima. Now, what do you feel? My hands are, mm, I can feel them, the energy pulsing in, in the palms of my hands and my fingers. What do you smell? Now it smells really clean, almost clean. just like being outside in nature. Now watch this. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Virgin Mary. 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 Mary, Mother of Jesus. What do you smell? And what do you feel? Just, it smells like warmth. I don't really know how to describe it. And I feel, I felt like an energy going around and around my body. Now, why is this? Divine Mothers, please inoculate and saturate Kelly and fill her with your love and help her in the life always, please. And thank you, Divine Mothers. Now, how does that feel? What happened? It felt like a pressure on my chest, but in a good way. All the ladies. Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's amazing. The Lord says, Lord Jesus, inoculate her and saturate her with your love. Please, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Smell your hands. What do you feel? Okay. I haven't smelled this in so long, but it smells like communion. Uh, I haven't had that smell in... 15 plus years, probably. Very good. And I felt this almost like an egg shape energy just coming over me and surrounding me. Very good. Now watch this. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Please bless Kelly and fill her with your love, please. And thank you, Holy Spirit. What do you feel? Feel just swirling energy inside of my chest around and around and around and around. Now smell your hands. What do you smell? Almost like leather. And they're kind of uh, not wet, but clammy. Mm hmm. No, it says, Father in heaven, Father in heaven, Father in heaven, Father in heaven, inoculate Kelly, fill her with your love. Please and thank you, Lord. How does that feel? Feels very connected. I feel like it bridged this energy between my body and the universe. Mm -hmm. What do you smell? What do you smell? I don't, I don't know that I smell anything, but I just had a vision, a very clear vision of a sheep inside of my hands. <laughs> That's cool. It's so cool. He's just staring yeah. at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all I'm saying is these divine beings are real and, you know, we can work with them or not. It's all depends on what people choose, you know, that's all. I love that. Howard, this has been so amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for Thank your you. wisdom and all of this movement and energy and opening and guidance. I am so grateful and everyone listening I know is so grateful and just so glad we could have this conversation. Thank you so much. I was going to say, want to give you all an experience. Are you ready? Yes, please. Here's the first experience. 
That's kind of the state of the Buddha. What do you notice? I just felt like it erupted this energy right in front of me. And how's your thinking? Calm. No thinking. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel like I'm thinking. I feel like I'm just here. Yeah. That's it. You know, the prayers, I was going to say that my prayers, the prayers are on the website, howardwills.com, and everybody can download those prayers. Also, another thing I'd like to say is I do these Zoom calls every two weeks. I'm doing one, not this Sunday, but the next Sunday. So I do them every two weeks, especially during this COVID time. I've been doing them because nobody's going anywhere. You, you know, you can't travel and everybody needs uh, a little help with this, you know. And it's very helpful for people's health when they get on these Zoom calls. And it's also a learning experience. Like, I think you were on one the last time, right? Yes. So um, they're very helpful and everybody's enjoying them. And really, you know, the people that have been in trouble or been sick and stuff like that and did some of this, they cleared right up. And so it's, um, it's a good thing. It's such a good thing. Thank you yeah, so for it's this. Like, it's like every other Sunday, you know, we, we do these calls and, and also I do, you know, uh, like my wife has been helping me with social media and all that stuff. Oh yeah. I know. She's your tech guru behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. With Instagram and, and all these things, Facebook and Instagram and all these kind of things. And it's really, really good. And I mean, you know, it is my job to kind of get these prayers out to the world and increase the love and the joy. And if you can do these little practices, you know, you can, uh, you can take like the transformational concise prayers and you can do like the first four, four prayers, like three times each in a row and do, then do the last five prayers, two times each in a row. And that's like 10 minutes for the whole practice. And you can do them once or twice a day. And if you do that, Amazing things happen for people. Just totally amazing things happen. Yes. And it just comes out of the cleansing, you know. But, uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, just thank you. How, how do you feel? I feel so good. I feel so Send grounded some... and connected and just open. Yeah. Is there any pain anywhere? No. Nothing. Sadness? No. Totally good. I just feel at peace. Yeah, and I bet you everybody on this call feels that way too. Absolutely. Yeah. And they can get more too. Just do those prayers a little bit every day. <laughs> couple times a day, morning and afternoon, and morning and evening, that's 20 minutes of a spiritual practice in your life will do like that. Life will take off. So good. Yeah. Thank you. We're going to have to do this again because I can okay. talk to you all day. 
<laughs> let, let me know uh, how the feedback on how everybody uh, did on the call. I will. And uh, there's usually some very interesting things that happen. Oh, yeah. I will be and, sure you uh, find out. Yeah. Here's a little thing for everybody. Are you ready? Yes. Watch this. How's that? Good. It felt like just gently tapping into my chest, just opening more and more. Yeah. That's for everybody. That should help everybody. And that's what we're here for. That's it. Well, listen, thank you so much. Thank you, Howard. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And let me know when you'd like to do this again. Absolutely. We will. We'll do it. We'll do it again. Perfect. Thank you all so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do so now and head to ratethispodcast.com slash Kelly to leave a five-star review. And as a bonus for doing that, if you send me a screenshot of your review before you submit, I will get you a little thank you gift in the mail. All right, we have another juicy episode coming for you next week, so stay tuned. And as always, if I can support you in any way, please reach out. Remember, I'm just a DM or an email away. See you guys soon.